Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to a Friday edition of I uh, King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Rusty, and welcome to the Friday segment, That Ain't Right. That Ain't Right. That Ain't Right. Uh, Rusty, we are going to go over a few more of these minor characters. Yeah, I like the I like the minor characters. There's so many of them in King of the Hill that uh, I feel like some of these guys don't get covered well. Right. No, they don't. They don't get covered well. Some of them really don't. You don't really, you know, you don't really think about them. They're there for that episode, and you know, next time until the next time you watch that episode, you're not going to generally think of some of these people. Yeah, and some of them know. are such good like guest stars too. And yeah, they only have yeah. A few lines, well, then you, you have know? some of them like uh, like in our last episode that we watched, Debbie, yeah. and uh, our our sound engineer here was uh, just talking about how uh, give him a shout out. Mason. 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 He just started. Yeah, he just started. Us. He's our. Mason, uh, say something. There he is. There he see? is. There you go. You heard him, guys. That's Mason our. That's, that's our sound tools. engineer over there. Right. So he was saying that he was. Uh, he was kind of surprised at how many times Debbie actually appears. Yeah. Without actually appearing, you know, uh, she actually has one, two, three, four. That's five, six, seven, eight appearances over seasons two, three, and four. Then you don't ever see her again. So a lot of these, the 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 the, uh, the season that like marks off a lot of the main characters that everybody knows and like pop culture references and Rusty Shackleford and all that yeah. only happens in the first four seasons. Rusty Shackleford ref- references don't happen as, but like five really? times. You know, get, Rusty Shackleford is referenced like five times. Huh. And then you get the one Rusty Rack- the Shackleford episode where Rusty Shackleford actually comes and is pissed off about identity yeah, yeah, theft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. You don't get like a ton. It never happens. No, because I really thought that like huh. the pocket sand and all that, I really yeah. thought there was way more episodes. But if you think about it, the screenshots that you get of them, if yeah. there was like a pocket sand like bonanza and it was like every, sure. you know, like 15 or 20 episodes, yeah. you would have like highlight reels yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only thing you find highlight reels reels are of hank saying blah sure you know our uh, podcast title so our first character and we are literally just going down the line and this is all in alphabetical is this order, back from right? where we were at on the list yeah, okay so we were start, we were again. going we were actually in an alphabetical order so i didn't notice is, that we were yeah this is minor characters two minor uh, characters we're gonna do 10 of these uh and the first one 
Monsignor Martinez. Monsignor Martinez. Yeah, I like him. So he's voiced uh, by Mike Judge. Yeah, he's voiced by Mike Judge. Uh, and here's what it says. Monsignor is a gun-toting priest anti-hero on the show within the show called Los Dias Y Las Noches de Monsignor Martinez. That's a lot of words. Yeah, so it means the days and nights of Monsignor sure. Martinez, which was a TV show that ran from 1997 to 2009. Clips of his program are inserted into episodes as part of a running gag on one of these episodes hank mentions that martinez is an undercover cop see that goes against he's a mercenary what we just heard. he's a mercenary because this says right here he's a mercenary yeah, yeah. it says uh, the clips of his episodes which appear in the series usually feature him just about to kill one of his nemesis uh when solemnly uttering his catchphrase vaya con dios often uh preceding a melodramatic explosion in the eighth season episode flirting with the master the actor who plays martinez invites peggy to mexico city tutors children all that stuff um here's the interesting part and we've talked a little bit about this before it says yeah. a live action pilot was filmed featuring the character but never aired because fox didn't think it would have a be a very good idea to have a show about a catholic you know, priest shooting do you people. know the story behind it i figured i found the story behind how it happened it. okay so there was and a, that thing does exist it does now yeah. exist but it hasn't it's only existed on youtube that little clip right since 2020 oh. so what happened was there was a uh uh, they thought it was long lost, of course. Like you said, Fox scrapped it because yeah, they didn't sure. think it was any good. And generally, well, they didn't when want you a priest going around shooting people, yeah. And then whenever you scrap these things like that, they get lost in the ether. And then yeah, you have sure. people who are a part of these things that go dig in the trash. Well, we talked about Reddit find that last kind of stuff. time. And yeah. there's, there's a lot of found media um, stuff on Reddit. Yeah, so there was this guy named Joe Kleeman. I'm going to try to see if I can find out how to get a hold sure. of him because he would be yeah. great to talk to oh, for an episode. That would yeah. be awesome. But, uh, well, he happened to be going through his VHS collection. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, yep. in his VHS collection, he had the pilot. The actual yeah. pilot tape yeah. with all of the uh, all of the markings and stuff. I've seen uh, I've seen your I've seen Monsignor Martinez riding around what seems to be uh, like a, um, a golf cart on a tarmac somewhere. Yeah, like that's one of the clips that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wish to God they had made this show. I wish they had made the show too. But I really just my my curiosity is like, how does this guy end up with it? That's what I was curious. Like, how did he end up with it? But what they say is that the clip is so rough. There's no soundtrack. The audio mix is terrible. A show within a show that is a live action that sprouts out of a cartoon, which is amazing to me. That is fantastic. So. uh the story behind it, so Joe gets it from a guy called Stu Stiegel. Stu Stiegel. Yeah, and he uh, produced this pilot, but he also worked on uh, Beastmaster 3 and <laughs> The Drive-In Massacre. Wait, Beastmaster 3? Yes, ah, that's nice. that was yeah. that's that's what Stu Stiegel was known for. Beastmaster but 3, I really thought this that time cool. it's personal. Yeah, I really thought that was cool, so... Uh, he uh, didn't know what the proper steps steps were for him to be able to release it legally. Right. So like he is, uh, he had to reach out to like Mike Judge and all them to see oh, sure. see about releasing it and stuff like legally, God, so, so he cool. could avoid getting in trouble for it. It'd be so cool. But if uh, now. so there is a YouTube video now, right? Oh, easy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I I really don't know how that would work. Honestly, True TV. I really don't know how that would work. But uh, so there is a video on YouTube that actually gives you the uh, it's actually by 
Sudium is the name of the YouTuber. Okay. It's P-S-E-U-D-I-O-M. And uh, he does a series called Esoteric Internet, mm-hmm. but uh, he does the history of it. The com- he g- goes through the confirmed copy and all this stuff, and uh, where the only confirmed copy is located, all that kind of stuff. But he goes through I the whole thing. I would love to see it's it. Pretty good. I would love to hear it. Uh, anything. Yeah. Uh, if you ever get a hold of anything, let me know. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if I can do a little research on that and see if we can get a hold of the guy. That'd be cool. Vaya yeah, speak it, speak it into existence, please. All right, next character, Lane Prattley. Lane Prattley. Lane, Lane Prattley, Prattley was voiced by Dwight Yoakam in his first appearance. Dwight Yoakam, yeah. And then Dave Thomas later. Uh, Dave Thomas? You mean Dave, like Wendy's? Dave Thomas. Well, okay. So I had to put a <laughs> note in here for myself. Yeah. It's not the Wendy's guy, and it's also not the actor from SCTV. So okay. this is uh, Dave Thomas, the voice actor. You He's, mean Lay Pr- Lane Prattley of Cadillac Honda, right? Yeah. So Lane is a sleazy car dealer who owns Prattley Ford and Prattley Hyundai. And as he says, I got my eye on Prattley Cadillac. My daddy ain't doing so good, which <laughs> is a wonderful oh, thing wow. to say. Yeah. Uh, Lane once owned a women's roller derby team that Peggy and Luann skated for before Peggy organized the skaters into a buyout and quit. So I looked at the Dave Thomas guy. And uh, what he's mainly known for is actually video games. Video voice games, a- voice cartoon, acting. voiceovers. He, yep, did, stuff uh, like that. he actually did uh, a voice of a character called The Sorrow in Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater and Metal Gear Solid 3 Substance. So. Okay. Uh, and Red Faction 2. He did a voice Red for... Red Faction 2. Those are all good games. I have no idea what any of those are. Those are really good games. All right. Our next one is Buckley. Uh, I did not know that he had a first name. Oh, it's he does? Mark Buckley. No. Buckley's his last name. Buckley's his last name? I didn't realize that. Yeah, I just thought it was Buckley. Well, what's Buck's real name then? I Buckley is the slacker Buckley. boyfriend of Blue Ann. Uh, spoiler alert for future episodes. He's killed in a propane explosion by his own negligence while working at the Megalomart yeah. in the second season finale. We got that one coming up. Yeah, he's only uh, in season one and two. Yeah, he and, and this is because he drugged the propane tank by the valve uh, instead of its handles, resulting in a leak. Uh, the character did once return as an angel on the episode Wings of the Dope. Yep, Wings of a Dope. Han buys Buckley's trampoline for his backyard, and Luann, who has been stressed over beauty school finals, begins seeing Buckley's angel. Yep. That is the biggest, like, like. That's a good episode, I too. was this old when I learned this. Uh, Mark Buckley. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew his name was Bark? Oh, yeah, and then here you go. So. Uh, oh, and this is voiced by David Herman. So even though Buckley does die, he is forever immortalized in the title sequence, even after Luann meets Lucky, oh, yeah. Lu- Lucky is never added to the title sequence. He's never he's never that. worked in. The title sequence is pristine through the whole show. Yeah. From what, I mean, from far as I know, and I, I, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth saying oh, definitely. Oh, man, that would be great if the title sequence But I'm pretty sure the title sequence never cha- never strays far. I think they might have, yeah. like, variations, but it never strays far from the original thing. And uh, so, another another quip they say about him here says he hardly shows emotion, with the exception being when he freaked out by Leanne Platter when the last episode we just did when she was all over him. He oh goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone get this skank off me. That's the loudest Skank. he gets. That's literally the loudest he gets throughout the whole thing. So, so David Herman. 
David uh, Herman. We have yeah. brought up his name. Yeah, his several name's been. Times. He's done a few things. He is. For us. He is yeah. in one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Office Space. He's also Office in, Space. You know, I got to watch that because I I went back and I was looking at uh, Diedrich Bader clips mm-hmm. because I'm really it's October first, yeah, so my uh, my campaign to bug Diedrich Bader is starting. And if you're hearing this and listening to this by chance, Diedrich Bader, Diedrich please Bader. DM me. You forgot to DM me when we you forgot did. to DM. Well, he didn't me. DM me. Well, that's what I. I well, we had we had had like a little exchange of like words, like a few exchanges, yeah, yeah. and then the last thing I sent him was, "Hey, John Ham, you forgot to send DM me, me a fr- send me a friend request, like send a friend request so I could DM you and right. set it up for the like get the details and set everything right. up." And I never got anything. And it was kind of like with it's, uh, it's strange. You, the guy who does Red, John Redcorn. Or I can't remember his name yeah. off the top of my head. But the guy who does John Redcorn, he sent me a nice, polite DM back saying, where's the money? <laughs> he said, I'm going <laughs> to need did. some money to come he talk did. on your little shitty podcast. I need the money. <laughs> so, yeah, he wanted a fee. So okay. if you guys want right. to donate, I'm hey, going to ask. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. So if you guys want to donate to... Uh, to the fee, the potential fee that we would pay oh, to have yeah. uh, the guy who voices John Redcorn, uh, Joss. Uh, I don't even know his name. I, I, it's terrible. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Not Josh Whedon. No, not Josh Whedon. But either way, whenever uh, we, we want to do that, so uh, just DM me, and I guess I'll set up a PayPal for Bois. I guess I need to set up something, something for donations because yeah. I'm going to start. DM we'll, us. Yeah, just DM us. Don't forget to do it. Just DM me, and we'll sort it out, and we'll figure out how to get the funds to the guy so we could get the guy on the show. I'm going to call his agent next week, and I'm going to find out what the cost is to have the dude on the show that way we could so David, start drumming up David some, Herman, some cash. Uh, David com- Herman. They, they list him as a comedian. Yeah. Uh, he was in Idiocracy, Office Space, Futurama, Dude, Where's My Car, oh, Bob's Burgers, Mike Great North, Central Park. Uh, Mike Judge crossover. You know, I feel like if you're in more than three of Mike Judge's projects, so you're probably things. somebody who he knows personal. Space Force. Yeah. Disenchantment, American yeah. Dad. Didn't Mike Judge and Greg Daniels have something to do with Space Force? Or Greg Daniels have something to do with Space Force? Greg Daniels, because yeah. he was also uh, The Office. Yeah, but that, that was yeah, yeah Steve yeah. Carell and all and you that. Just, you, you, once you get into this group, you are forever, you forever yeah, have Yeah, you're job. in there. Well, it's just like uh, like we were talking about also on the other episode where we are talking about Clerks. He's also, you got a lot of people that are in that. Hey, Diedrich Bader's in Clerks, too. Look at, like, again, Diedrich Bader. He was the security guard. And, and, he's, uh, he's also, no, not Clerks. Jane Silent Bob. He was in the movie Jane Silent he's Bob. Also done some uh, Scooby-Doo movies, which is kind of weird. Uh, what did he do? Bojack Horseman. What did he do in Scooby-Doo? Just voice, uh, just he was imagine. In Scooby-Doo and probably the one-off voices. the 13th Ghost. Oh, he yeah, was the yeah, sheriff. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Just voices, uh, random he was voices. In Return to Zombie Island. He was Jack. I mean, he's been in He's been in a few of them. A Happy bunch Halloween, of them. There's Scooby-Doo. There's a lot of them, man. There's the Scooby-Doo and again. WWE mashups. You know that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're wild. So uh, he played... Uh, Lane Prattley. Yeah, Lane Prattley. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He Buckley. Buckley. Yeah, yeah but Buckley. we're on Buckley. Yeah. So next one, Officer Brown. Do you remember Officer Brown? Is Officer Brown the cop who comes on the Hank? Officer Brown is a local police officer in Arlen who is not averse to tampering with evidence and taking bribes oh, from no. illegal food operations. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, he's the guy who was voiced by uh, Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Yeah, Fred Willard. One of my favorites of all time. Yeah, he's good. He's good. If you ever want to do a show on uh, that includes Fred Willard on a show that you have, I promise you've never seen, um, Fernwood Tonight. 
No, I've never seen it. I would I would do a show on Fred Burn, Willard to Burn me Wood growing up in, in my life uh, was like the guy that was like one of the funny one off like characters in a sh- in a movie. Fred or a show Willard or is a he was a, he was a fantastic uh, comedian. Uh, he played alongside um, uh, Martin Mull for a long time. Yeah, he was in Best in Show. He's in a lot of these. Uh, Rob Reiner. Well, Spinal Tap. Yeah, he's. I remember he, that. That's one. That's that. That's probably the biggest one I know him in is Spinal he's, Tap. He's in a lot of the Christopher Guest movies. Christopher yeah, yeah, Guest. Yeah. Uh, they were friends. Wrote, yeah. directed them. Best in Show. Mighty Wind. He was in Anchorman. Uh, he was. Yeah, in that was Harold good. and Kumar go to White Castle. That was good. He was in Fun with Dick and Jane. Space Force. Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the original one. The original one. Uh, he's been. He was in. Uh, I think you should leave. You know the thing on Netflix. Yeah, uh, yeah. He did a little thing in there. We was playing the organ. Uh, the guy was around forever. He was. He, uh, did he was some in stuff uh, with Tim and Eric. He was in Austin Powers too. Oh yeah, Fred Willard was a comedian's comedian. He was the guy that would show up, tell the funny story. Um, just uh, Fred Willard was one of the best. Yeah, he, he was, was good. He was in a lot of stuff too. I'm looking at his uh, so filmography it, it right here. It says that uh, he was not adverse to taking tampering with evidence, taking bribes from illegal food operations, as explained in episodes 20 and 11, respectively, of season 12. In the episode Cops and Roberts, Principal Moss states that Officer Brown may be a disgraced cop who tampered with evidence, but this here used to be a man. His appearance is modeled after his voice actor. He does look like Fred Willard in the show. Yeah, he does. Uh, Brown. Well, it's it's funny though because he's he's uh he's in a lot of he's in a lot of like whenever we get to it, which is going to be a very long time. Yeah, Mike, it's a while. Whenever we get to season twelve, he actually shows up in season twelve four times, and only four times. It's like every other episode from between ten and thirteen, he's in. He's well, in ten, he's, eleven, and thirteen. He's the one that gets starstruck by the ex Dallas Cowboy and breaks all the rules and stuff. Uh, you got Willie Lane. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a, him. Yeah. yeah, Super Bowl ring and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah he's yeah. in that episode. Fred Willard's called one of the all-time best. Do Cowboy of the Block? I think that's what that episode's called. That was season eight. That's actually his first appearance. I think is what that episode was—the one you were just talking about. Because uh, oh, I think it was anyway. Yeah, Willie Lane. Yeah, because Willie Lane actually appears in that episode. I I, I want to say it's actually uh, no, he's not. He's he's vo- voiced by a guy named Phil Hendry. So our next character is Jack. Do you know who Phil Hendry is? Uh, the the Phil Hendry show is a nineties radio talk show. Mm -hmm. Calm, rational host while simultaneously portraying any of the several outrageous and offensive characters who would engage in debates with Hendry and callers to the show Mm. in the, Oh, he does the voice of coach Sowers Mm. as well. So the voice of Willie Lane is Coach Sowers. We're going way too deep on the characters. Deep, yeah, yeah, let me go back. We'll get to him. Okay. <laughs> All right, our next one is Jack. Do you know who Jack is? I don't know who Jack is. Hank's is, Barber. Oh, Jack the Barber, the old guy. Yeah, So yeah, yeah. he is. He was voiced by Brian Doyle Murray, who is Bill Murray's brother. Bill Murray's brother, yeah. Uh, if you've and ever actually se- is pretty much the reason why Bill Murray is yeah. as famous as he is. If yeah. you've ever seen Caddyshack, he is the guy who runs the Caddyshack that all these caddies work at. Yeah. That's Brian Doyle Murray. Uh, he was on Saturday Night Live uh, after Bill Murray, but I believe Bill Murray got the job because of Brian Doyle Murray. They were all in Second City in Chicago and comedians and stuff like that, so they all knew the right people. Yeah. 
Uh, Jack is Hank's mentally unstable barber. Eventually, his distress affects his ability to style hair, causing Hank great embarrassment. Jack was almost forced out of business when a trendy salon named Hotties opened across the street, but he was able to secure Luann and Bill's services after Hotties fired them when they learned Bill was not the homosexual hairstylist he had been posing as. Oh, yeah, Bill posing is something always so Jack is a theme. almost went out of business. He is, I believe, that's just one or two episodes, right? I don't know how many episodes Jack Oh, he's in, in. No, he shows up in four. He shows really? up in season three, four, and eight, and 11. Dogdale Afternoon in three. Season four, Hank's Bad Hair Day. Season eight, My Hair Lady. And season 11, Luann Gets Lucky, which I imagine, by the sounds of it, is an episode where she meets Lucky, maybe. Here is uh, one of the smallest characters we will talk about. Uh, this one also is voiced by David Herman. Uh-huh. Uh, Eustace Miller. Eustace is a wimpy, mustachioed... Oh, use, use, useless, yeah. Yeah, patent lawyer and father of Bobby's classmate, Randy. Randy. Randy Eustace. Don't go in the caves. Yeah. Not Randy. Uh, Eustace, I don't know how many episodes he's in, but he can't be many. Uh, maybe a couple, but uh, he is always portrayed as Randy's father, and he's looking a him up right now to see, to see. for some reason. I don't know why that comes uh, into play. But. Yeah, he's literally only in. He oh, he's actually uh, he's in the the pilot, I guess. Then yeah, but uh, he's also in U- useless. He's also voiced by David Herman as well, You're right? But he uh, uh, okay, well it doesn't say, but he he played in that. Uh, the first episode, obviously, the or not the first episode, the Order of the Straight Hour episode, yeah. and then he again played in another episode where he bought the Nazi canoe from the VFW. <laughs> so he's the one who buys the canoe with the Nazi sim- <laughs> symbols on it yeah. from uh, Cotton. Cotton claims that canoe belonged to Adolf Hitler for a hiking trip. A hiking trip. Uh, okay, next on our list of minor characters, number two, Bob Jenkins. Do we know Bob Jenkins? Bob Jenkins. No, I don't know who Bob Jenkins is, but I'm going to continue to look Voiced these characters up as Henry you talk Gibson. about them. Henry, who's Henry Gibson? I don't know. Uh, okay. Bob is a veteran reporter for the Arlen Bystander and is Peggy's main rival there. So he's the one that that always like, oh, I see that you're writing a story. That you know that guy. Oh yeah, the one that was all hoity-toity about her writing and was critiquing her stuff real bad. His left eye was scraped out of his skull because he had a brain tumor, leading him to wear an eye. Oh patch. wow, Henry Gibson. I'm yeah. surprised. I know who he is now. He was a uh, he was on Rowan and Martin's Laughing. You know what that is? Henry Gibson has been around for many, many years. And until you said that, I didn't put face to name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know exactly who you're talking. Yeah, about. he was a uh, he was in. He, he was Wilbur in the '73 animated. Uh, uh, yeah, Web. yeah, he did Charlotte's yeah. Web. Yeah, he did, yeah. and then he was uh, the Illinois, uh, the Illinois Nazi leader in the Blues Brothers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he You're was in the Burbs right with uh, Tom yeah. Hanks. He was he opposite Tom Hanks in the that Burbs. Guy, you know that that yeah, that mild contentious guy, whatever yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, when Peggy thinks that. Waffle House beat is beneath her. Bob takes it over and breaks the story of Dale as the smoking bandit in Bystand Me, his debut episode. He tells Peggy that whenever he gets writer's block, he hires a prostitute. Oh, wow. So that's nice. Well, yeah, we know what that means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Henry Gibson, uh, another long standing. Don't they uh, call it post nut clarity? Person. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know, but that's, that's a good shirt. Yeah, he thought that was funny. You see him laughing in the booth over there? He thought it was good. <laughs> All right. Next on our list is Ms. Kresmer, voiced by Jennifer Coolidge. We just ran across Ms. Kresmer at uh, Mother Daughter Day at uh, Luann's Beauty College. Oh, it was. How do you spell that? Kresmer? Yeah. K R E M Z E R. I guess it's Kremser. Oh, crazy. Uh, it says the teacher at the beauty school Luann went to, she is very condescending towards Luann in her first appearance. After uh, this, Hank's this speech. This is Jennifer Coolidge, yeah. 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 After Hank's speech that gets Kremser to change her grade for Luann, she acts sympathetic along with the other students, but is right back to her previously displayed bad attitude in subsequent. Yeah, episodes. she's got that uh, Minnesotan accent. Like, uh, where's uh, your mother? Uh, where's your mother? I mm-hmm. guess uh, Jennifer Coolidge is Minnesotan. so much. Is Jennifer Coolidge Minnesota? I maybe know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Let's really... Jennifer Coolidge uh, is is a very funny lady. She also was in Best in Show. Uh, as she has a lot of talent. One of the lesbian dog owners. <laughs> yeah, she has a lot of talent. She has a lot of talent. That's right. <laughs> as they would say in the industry. <laughs> yeah, she has a lot of talent. She's actually a really good. She's actually one of my uh, she's my favorite funny. like C list celebrity for Super sure. Super funny. Like the bend and snap was always like really funny to me. I would love to talk to Jennifer Coolidge. I think that would be a fantastic. That'd be cool. She was just in. White you know, Lotus y'all should do that. Y'all should big. try that for y'all's y'all's yeah. other podcast. Maybe Jennifer uh, Coolidge, please be on our show. Yeah, pl- Jennifer Coolidge, please be on our show. How's the Jennifer Love Hewitt thing going? Uh, we have one episode so far. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so we're, Can't wait. We're, no, I'm ready for it. We're trying to move ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no sure thing. Uh, next one, Sharona Johnson. Uh, voiced by Don Lewis, a girl that goes to the same beauty college that Luann went to. Sharona is hardworking and intelligent, but is also very arrogant and puts down Luann constantly. Okay, and I don't remember this character. I don't either. I don't remember that. Well, I don't. I don't remember her heavily. But the the cool thing about it is, is this is a one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so she's in six episodes over three wow. seasons. Two. That's way more than I thought. Two episodes each season, and then season eleven, she's back for the Lucky's wedding. Yeah. So everybody. Well, everybody. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. mostly everybody anybody who's ever lived yeah okay so the cool thing about jennifer coolidge's career is is that her career oh wait we're still on jennifer coolidge we're still on miss crimson right oh no i was i was moving on to sharona johnson but oh go i didn't ahead even know you moved coolidge. you're good i was gonna say jennifer coolidge's career uh her first like recurring role in anything was this is her first like Oh Every, really? She's getting roll. You know, she's getting two episodes a season for oh, three wow. years. Okay. So this is like the beginning of her career. It's and not then like in, she has a lot of lines. And either. then yeah, no, she really doesn't. And then in 1999, she goes and does Stifler's Mom in American Pie, which yeah. does 235 million oh, yeah, in the yeah, box yeah. office. Yeah. So I imagine she made she was big made in some, that. Some pretty good money. So the next one that we were talking about was Sharona Johnson. Okay, she's Sharona a classmate Johnson. of of Lou Anne's. Yeah, she's the she's other person. She's on down. the same episode. She is voiced by Dawn Lewis, but it's D A W N N Lewis. Dawn Lewis. Dawn Lewis. Sharona Johnson. Uh, I believe she is the classmate that was pulling the hair off that lady's leg at the uh, in the last episode. Yeah, because she's she's also not in very very many episodes. Oh, I can't imagine. But she's, she's in the much. first three seasons in. Okay, so she shows up in. Okay, so she shows up in every episode where uh, Luann is at yeah, the beauty sure. beauty sure. beauty show, which is only in the first three seasons, and then again she shows up in uh, eleven. So uh, the actress Dawn Lewis is uh, she's known from she's known actually for her role playing a woman on uh, a different world. Oh, okay. She played uh, on. She was in Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mm. Uh, she was in the film. I'm gonna get you, sucker. 
as Cheryl Spade. She was okay. Robin Dumars on the Hanging with the Coopers. Okay. Uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, sorry. She was on the Tap Dance Kid National Tour. The Tap Dance Kid. Uh, other work, True oh, Crime, New York City. I remember begging to go to the Tap Dance Kid. Granny Grimm, she voiced. She voiced Shiva in Mortal Kombat video game. Mm. Uh, let's so see. She's done a lot of Futurama. Uh, she does the wife of Hermes Conrad on Futurama, the uh, the Jamaican guy. Oh yeah, his okay. wife. She okay. does she does huh. the voice of his wife. Uh, I don't know. That's one of my favorite things about doing these things and seeing all these bit finding, actors finding all the connections, finding all the cool all the stuff, stuff that they've yeah. done. Because yeah, she's she's attached to Futurama in a kind of big way. So any specials they've done. Uh, like the Futurama Bender's Big Score and then Into the Wild Green Yonder Futurama-like yeah. stuff. She's a part of everything in the Futurama world because she's, you know, one of the main uh, characters. characters' wives. Yeah. So she pops up quite a bit in that. All right. Our ninth, uh, so our uh, penultimate character the penultimate here. penultimate character. Chris Sizemore, voiced by Chris Elliott, one of my favorites Chris Elliott, of all yeah. Time. Chris, Chris Elliott. Elliott. Chris and Elliott. it's great that he gets an episode on King of the Hill. Uh, I really I, I really hope that when I click on this, it'll show that he's in more episodes than huge. one. And he is in multiple episodes, I'm so that's good. I'm a huge Letterman fan, so I was a yep. huge Chris Elliott fan. Cabin Boy is a ridiculous, stupid, stupid movie, but... Chris I need Elliott to. You know what you need to do is send me a list of Chris Elliott stuff to watch because I don't like the only Chris Elliott I know is the fucked up hand Chris Elliott on uh, Scary Movie. Oh, that's literally no. the only. This is, that's the, bad yeah. outside of the David yeah, Letterman yeah, yeah. Chris Elliott. Yeah. The only Chris Elliott I know is Chris Elliott with a fucked up so, hand. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris Elliott as Cabin Boy is fantastic, and it's one of the only movies that David Letterman actually appears in. Okay, he's 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 on the dock selling sock monkeys. Um, and he asked Chris Elliott, hey, you want to buy a monkey? Which is it's stupid. Yeah, so uh, he, uh, and he actually it's crazy because I would think that he would show up in a, a more like like an earlier episode, but he doesn't ever show up until like season 11. My wife will tell you that I quote uh, Cabin Boy quite a lot. Quite a lot. When I say, these pipes are clean. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. out of a <laughs> I really need to watch that. He finally has sex and then he says these pipes are clean. Uh, so Chris Sizemore, a real estate agent that Peggy once worked for after she wrote a scathing article about him in the bystander for which she was consequently fired. Yep. So Chris Elliott plays Chris Sizemore, real estate agent that Peggy once worked for. So there you go. Teeny tiny character, but, uh, that's what this show is about. That's it. All right. Our 10th and last Gary Kasner. Uh, you know Gary Kasner, right? Gary Kasner, voiced uh, by Carl Reiner. He's Carl Reiner. He's the, he's the elderly, the Jewish, elderly man Jewish guy yeah. who is uh, Tilly's Tilly. love interest. Yeah, which is uh, Tilly is is Hank's mother. Uh, he is her love interest following her separation from Cotton. He served on a submarine during North Korea or during Korea, uh, but he tells Bobby he didn't see any action during the conflict. Hank was initially not happy with Gary. Uh, but Hank changed his mind when Gary threatened to kick Cotton's ass if he kept talking bad about Tilly. Ooh, that was a good episode though. When that uh, is what Hank walks in <laughs> yeah. and they're having sex on the on the table. Uh, that uh, particular clip of them having sex on the table. Yeah. Uh, did numbers on Instagram when I posted that clip for with our social media stuff on it. Uh, it I don't know did like in the All tens you see of is thousands. The submarine. Then you see yeah. the. The Jewish necklace, and you see the cross. And I'm pretty sure that video did like tens of thousands. Old, old people have views. Sex. 
uh, Instagram loves it. Instagram well, not, not only that, Instagram loves sex. old people having sex, and then the uh, the clean peaches that clip <laughs> that clip is still going up. It's yeah. at like twenty three thousand. That's great. It's hilarious that that I, that that like people think that that's funny and that that's what went you know. Well, this was like our second attempt at uh, minor, minor characters. characters episode. I think it went um, well. Yeah, we we uh, I think we mentioned quite a few here that people will love. Uh, again, being able to hit on Monsignor Martinez and then uh, Chris Elliott and uh, Carl Reiner's characters, I think is uh, is a big deal. Yeah, I think it is a big deal. There's those there's some really good. Uh, those kind of characters are what. I mean, it's not what really makes this show, but it does. Um, uh, it helps build the show. I don't lore. think it makes it makes it, yeah. but without it, would you have a show? No, you don't. You got to have all those. You got to have the, well, I don't think the bit have gone characters. As long, definitely, yeah. yeah. You got to have the bit characters and stuff like that. And actually, that was TikTok. I thought it was Instagram that TikTok. that video did good. It was TikTok that the video did good on. Well, nine thousand one hundred sixty-seven people clicked on it. That yeah. is it for us. Uh, you want to tell them where to find us? Yeah, you can find us at B W A A A K O T H on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, we are in the what? running right now. We're trying to get some votes going, and hopefully, you guys will go vote for us at. WacoAwards.com vote for podcast of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go for it. it. Go ahead and go ahead and vote for us. I put my vote in every day at at, at, around midnight. I forgot about doing it today. Uh, So we appreciate it if you would vote for us. No, it's not bad for you to vote for yourself. If you're not voting for yourself, that's bad because uh, you you know you're well, you're your best advocate. Yeah, you you know you're your you're your best advocate. Hey, yeah. let's let's remind people no if you are you for voting for, for us, uh, do not put the exclamation mark in there. Their, yes, please. Uh, their form does not like do it. Do not put the exclamation point on the form because their form doesn't like it. No. They need to revise that. You figure could also, that out and how to fix that. You could but, also vote for us for other things if you want. Uh, yeah. that's completely up to you and your God. Uh, but uh, if you wanted to vote for Rusty as DJ of the year. Uh, and me as, uh, let's say, Food Truck of the Year, uh, feel free. Yeah, I mean, that's great. No... You can vote for Mike for Food Truck <laughs> of the Year. Food Truck of the Year. That's uh, right. Mike Hamilton, Food Truck of the Year, and uh, he's going to win that one. That's going to be clutch. Be, uh, song of the Year. I could be Song of the Year. Please vote for yeah. Rusty for Song <laughs> of the Year, please. We would greatly appreciate some votes. No, but in all seriousness, yeah, it'd be cool is, if we get some votes. Can you tell me something? I'm old, okay. so you all need right. to tell me what this means. What do we got? What is Trail Ride Group of the Year? Trail Ride Group. Okay, so... Uh, Do you know Mason? You know what a trail ride is? I don't either. I know what a trail I ride group is. I hear him say it all the time, but so, I don't know what it means. So... Uh, a group of people get together that have horses, and it's like a it's like a <laughs> but party. But that can be a thing. It's like it's a party, like rappers and stuff that are saying it. Well, but but it's I don't like see a, a lot party. Of rappers on horses. But but that's that's the thing is it's it's a it, it's it's geared for that like urban thing. You know what I mean? But it's it's horses and trail rides okay. with, with you know with rap music. Okay. All right. Whatever. So man. The, they have groups like trail ride groups that are known for throwing shindigs or something. I guess I'm not really sure. sure. You know, I, I guess I really man. want to know more sure. about this trail rides. So I don't know what a trail any of ride our group viewers. Uh, we're ignorant. We need not, to talk to Scrap yeah, and ask you know, him what it is. We're ignorant, and we would like to to be it's informed on what weirdest. a trail ride group is. Matter of fact, who is the contact at Waco Awards? <laughs> do you know? You don't. Do you know I who do does know, it? But I'm not saying it over. Okay, we well, don't yeah. say it over the radio but ask them if you could like get in like hey what is a trail ride group like it, like we're just curious so there's <laughs> there's curious. several things on here that that are 
odd groupings, if you ask me. So you got like album of the year, I get yeah. band of the year, bar of the year, barber of the year. There's a lot of hair stuff. Uh, yeah. Bartender, shampooer boutique. of the year, <laughs> edge up of the year. There, there, I think there is an edge up thing. There is. There's anesthetician, which is that's what that is, right? Uh, no, because it, uh, it's under beauty and cosmetics. It's an edge up in a way for like eyebrows and stuff like that. Okay. But an esthetician does like all that facials Clothing and stuff like that, year. and earwax and nose wax. <laughs> Clothing brand of the year. Okay, skunk uh, brands. Culinary artist of the year. Okay. Uh, did you say skunk? Skunk brands? Yeah. That's the only brand I know. Eey. That's the only local brand that I know of clothing <laughs> is skunk brands. Other than that, I don't know any other brands. Uh, event planner of the year. Uh, fitness, personal trainer, food truck, graphic designer, hair and beauty, hair braider of the year, hair stylist of the year, lash tech of the year. Okay. Well, we do have uh, we are, we are affiliated with two guys that are doing kind of big stuff in the music scene around here. Oh, yeah. They both now have physical locations for their music stuff. Yeah, so prescription and Geo Geo just got Giovanni the King just got keys for a facility. Oh, he hasn't he? released any information nice. about what he's doing yet, but he just got the keys to some place. You got too, all so. of that, and then you've got Pitmaster of the Year. Pitmaster of the Year. <laughs> hey, vote for. Uh, I want to be Pitmaster. Vote of for the year. Corey White. <laughs> For Pitmaster of oh, the Year. Who is he? Corey White. He's a guy I used to oh, work with at MMRs. Yeah. Uh, big he does, yeah, big barbecue. Huh. Really, really good barbecue. He sells plates and stuff on the weekends and stuff, and he's trying to save up money illegal. to buy a food truck. It is illegal, but it's good. <laughs> and, well, you know, it's only illegal because. Let me some of, good illegal barbecue. Well, it, it's it's not immoral, illegal. I didn't say it's, immoral. Yeah, it's just illegal. It's just not. It, well, I, I don't know. I want to be voted for, for nail tech, for food truck. For song of the year, I think if you would throw me, you know, I don't like the rules about food. I think that if Abuelita wants to make <laughs> tamales and sell them, th- the cops shouldn't be able to go and confiscate her tamales. Yeah, but you know, what do they do? What do you do with confiscated tamales? Microwave them and eat them, them or something. You but she's know. not. But what are well, they? You don't know that. What are they doing with the tamales they confiscate? Well, they're feeding them to pigs. No, they're eating them. <laughs> You don't. You think that cop That's is going to smell these hot, fresh, yeah. like really well-made yeah. tamales away? No, nah, they're. Is they're it just them. the tamale thing that you're on? Is it just you're fighting for the tamales? Well, I mean, that or seems to be food? that. Well, well, that just seems to be the biggest issue. Like people stopping like food trucks or food stuff that like nobody's getting sick off a of grandma. Like I, my best friend's that, grandma's though. tamales. Maybe they are. I do want. Have s- you ever bought tamales? I have bought tamales. Yes. Well, you're contributing the illegal trade of tamales. <laughs> Well, you don't know where I bought my tamales. I don't know where you I bought, bought them. them at the grocery store. Oh, okay. There are a lot of tamales. Are they the labeled store. though? Properly labeled they from are. the grocery yeah. store? Okay. Because yeah. if you get caught with illegal UPC tamales, on them, the whole thing. they have to yeah. be properly labeled. Sure. You don't want to get caught <laughs> rolling dirty with your tamales. In yeah. Your car. yeah. <laughs> right. All right, all right, guys. Appreciate That's y'all. it, man. Yeah. We'll, Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. And Wimitanya. Wimitanya too. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.